Welcome to the K-Beauty Podcast, a love letter to all things K-Beauty, hosted by me, Sugar Peaches, from Sugar Peaches Loves, a German and English beauty blog dedicated to beauty products from around the world, with a special passion for Asian and Indie brands. I'm happy to know you're back and ready for another episode of the Key Beauty Podcast. Last week I told you that I feel like a spring-themed episode for this week, and even though the current weather is anything but spring-like here in Germany, I shall let my hope and my yearning for spring guide me for today's topic. Spring clean your skin, Key Beauty style. Are you with me? Yep, excellent. And put on your floral prints and sandals and enjoy. Welcome back. A little bit late this week, which I'm sorry for. Sorry. I will be absolutely honest with you guys. This week, I felt quite demotivated and not quite sure why the heck I'm still doing all of this here. <laughs> but you know what? I guess this is normal for a content creator playing around with a new format. And my energy levels are slowly going back to normal. So today, I actually feel quite pumped to record this podcast. Yay! And maybe it's just the annual spring fever. Actually, in German, we call this spring fatigue, Frühjahrsmüdigkeit, which I think works much better here, especially if you suffer from hay fever like I do. This time of year can often bring a lot of draining and energy-depriving moments with it. Despite all that, spring is actually my favorite season of the year. I just love it when after a long winter, the days start getting longer and more sun-filled again, without any crazy intense heat waves as we have in summer or uh, all those bugs that come out once summer hits. Guys, I really hate bugs and living on the edge of a massive forest means they just adore my balcony and they also really love my bedroom at night for some reason. So summer is always a fun time for me chasing bugs. Now, just like I promised last week, I felt like the beginning of March is an ideal time for a spring-themed key beauty episode. I don't know about you, but I always notice very acute acutely how my skincare needs change whenever the seasons change. And especially that jump from winter to spring marks a big change for my skin. Thus, I felt it would be useful for those of you who experienced the same to talk a little bit about how to transition from a winter to spring skincare routine, as well as taking the idea of spring cleaning your house and applying it to your skincare wardrobe. Since you're already out and about airing out your wardrobe, cleaning your house from top to bottom and decluttering everything, why not also tackle your skincare and your makeup stash and double check what does and doesn't still work for you. All right, let's start by talking a little bit about the different needs your skin has once spring hits. Last week, we discussed at length how pollution and toxins in the air can damage your skin. So there is no doubt in our minds anymore that environmental influences on the skin have a big impact. Weather and temperature changes can also greatly influence your skin's needs. Increasing humidity levels, sunlight intensity, temperature fluctuations from cold to super warm. All of this awaits us once winter fades into spring. And then there are, of course, the dreaded seasonal allergies that hit a lot of us hard in spring, and that includes moi, unfortunately. Not only does hay fever bring runny noses, itchy and red eyes, and just the usual fatigue that is so much fun during springtime when you have allergies. For me, it also means that all my other allergies become more aggressive during springtime. And that's, of course, because my immune system is already super weakened and low. And for some reason that I still don't understand, it works double hard to fight off all the 
pollen and so it can't cope with other allergies. It's a fantastic time in my life. So I often become more sensitized towards certain skincare ingredients that I can usually tolerate well throughout the rest of the year. It's very bizarre. Uh, so alcohol is one of them as well as the more fatty ingredients such as shea butter and weirdly enough also almond oil usually makes me suddenly break out. In general I am more prone to breakouts during that transition phase from winter to spring and if I don't switch around a couple of the heavier products in my routine I usually regret it quite fast once the really warmer spring weather hits. Usually our body skin also needs a good spring clean when it comes to cosmetics. Months of heavy clothing that hide away legs, arms and chests usually mean we have somewhat, um, well, neglected those body parts and we may need to pay extra attention to them once tank top and possibly short pants or short skirts weather hits. Now don't get me wrong this is not because we need to please other people with our appearance okay it's an important point I want to make. If you don't want to you know shave or exfoliate or whatever else I will never tell you that you have to do otherwise. This is completely up to you obviously and if you want to wear a bikini without shaving or exfoliating please just do that. I just feel that harking back to my self-care episode that I did a couple of weeks ago that taking good care of your body by using lovely creams and scrubs and oils it just makes many of us feel more content and more in touch with ourselves and our bodies that's why I always urge people to take care of their body and the skin on their body so here are some tips and ideas for how to get your skin ready for spring first of all amp up your exfoliation routine as I said we usually somewhat neglect our body care routines during winter and the lack of sunlight and air for those body parts especially the arms and legs often mean they are now especially dry and tired out if you want to call it that they just the skin looks very dull and lackluster thus amping up your exfoliation routine for spring is a great idea for body care you can go for one of those beautiful korean sugar scrubs or maybe you can also mix your own sugar scrub i actually have a german diy recipe for a great and simple sugar scrub on my blog so if you understand German, I'll make sure to link that. Now my personal favorite Korean sugar scrub is still the Skin Food Strawberry Black Sugar Mask. I often use it both for the body as well as the face. It works so well. I think I still think it works better as a scrub than an actual wash up off mask. The smell of this is just so nice and it's so affordable. It's a wonderful product. I've also heard great things about the Claire's body soap. I think it's with Manuka honey or with charcoal, one of the two. Especially if you suffer from back acne, it seems to be very good at exfoliating and clarifying the skin. My sister is using it at the moment and she has said she's really seeing some results. Salt scrubs are also a wonderful, gentle way to physically exfoliate both your body and your face. For the face, the Tiam salt scrub that I've introduced last week is a great product. It smells so nice. All the Tiam products have this really gentle but just very soothing scent. Oh, I love it. For an ultra gentle physical exfoliation, try a rice peeling mask. Again, Skin Food, in my opinion, does the best one. It's also the cheapest one. I think it's called the Rice Wash Off Mask. You can just gently massage this in before you rinse it off to get some very nice peeling sensations. And it doesn't feel too harsh because those little rice particles are very small. It's not as abrasive as some of the uh, sugar scrubs can be sometimes. Now, aqua 
peeling gels are also a wonderful way to get rid of their tired grey winter complexion. These gels are particularly gentle since they do not contain any harsh or abrasive peeling particles. How they work I still don't really understand it to be honest. Some people also say they're just like a placebo I guess but I have seen definite results from using them. My skin always looks much fresher and healthier afterwards. Now I've tried a few Korean aqua peels but for me the best one out there still is and forever will be the Japanese Cure Natural Aqua Gel. It leaves my skin so clean and fresh looking. It's perfect for a deep cleanse and it's very very gentle. Now chemical exfoliation is always a great idea all year round. Okay that is unless you are of course allergic to any of the chemical peels. Some people don't do well with BHAs for instance or glycolic acid can be a little bit too strong for certain skin types. So um, just going to uh, qualify that and say it's a good idea for most people but always make sure to test before you uh, commit to a chemical peel of course my favorite acid peel at the moment is actually a non-key beauty one the geek and gorgeous cheer up exfoliating liquid it has mandelic acid and bha in a very gentle formulation that my skin is doing super well with i can really recommend the whole geek and gorgeous lineup of acid peels i'll make sure to link their shop hashtag not sponsored <laughs> They did send me PR samples of peels though, but yeah, they don't pay me to say this. They're really great products. Now something uniquely K-beauty and super handy for a gentle daily exfoliation routine are peeling pads. I love the Cosrx peeling pads. I have mentioned them before on this podcast and will probably mention them again a lot of times. Uh, I'm also a fan of the Neogen wine peeling pads. They are also a really great way to combine physical with chemical exfoliation and um, okay this is super shallow but they smell like grape juice which is so nice I just used up one whole tub of those peeling pads I already miss them in my routine now if you really want to wake up your skin and remove all that gray sadness left over from the winter weeks and darkness I can also recommend the wish formula bubble peeling pads I think I've talked about them before here again one of those products that I will probably keep mentioning because I really love of those peeling pads. There is a version both for the face as well as for the body. The body one is just larger. It's large enough to really treat your whole body and just make it squeaky clean and rosy fresh thanks to a lot of vitamin C and glycolic acid as well as a host of fantastic fermented ingredients. I love those peeling pads. They're a lot of fun and they're just so convenient. Now once you've exfoliated your entire body from top to bottom and you're squeaky clean and glowing. I would say the next thing that is really important in spring is to hydrate your skin like your life depends on it. I feel this is especially important if you do decide to go for chemical exfoliants since many of them can be drying for the skin. And as I've said, my skin usually tends to reject oilier or heavier creams once spring or time arrives, but it will still feel dehydrated, especially now that I'm almost 40. I know I keep mentioning that one as well, but it's just, it's hard to grasp guys that I'm 39. It's, it's not easy, even after one month. <laughs> of now being 39. It still feels very bizarre. I think a lot of people with various skin types feel the same once the warmer weather hits that they don't feel
feel too comfortable with oily textures, but they definitely still need the ultra hydration that they usually get from those strong nourishing creams. In general, I would advise for you to opt for gels instead of really strong creams. And if you have dry skin, I would say go for lighter cream textures instead of heavy balms, because it will really help you to avoid those springtime breakouts that can hit with rising temperatures. Lucky for us key beauty addicts, Korean beauty companies usually offer a whole host of beautifully formulated creams that feel more like lotions or very milky gels, and they will still have a really strong hydrating effect on the skin. Humidity will rise now, and so it is also a good idea to keep a facial mist nearby. I would also suggest that in general, you should go easy on the facial oils for now, unless you have very dry skin, of course. You can just go for a very lightweight face oil. Uh, there are a couple that aren't as strongly nourishing that I would recommend. A particularly fantastic one if you're kind of in between dry skin and almost oily combo skin. I sometimes have that when the seasons transition. I can recommend the Huxley Oil Essence. It has a really strange name, something like grab oil, like grab something essence. I'll look it up for you guys. No matter what the name is, it is something like oil-like essence, I think. It has a wonderful texture that is quite unique because even though it is an oil essence, it feels more like a lotion. So if you are like me and you don't do too well with oily textures in spring, but you still need intense hydration and nourishment, especially at night, then you should really have a look at that Huxley essence. Sometimes Style Korean has a time deal on it. Usually it's quite pricey, but they sometimes sell it for something like $20 instead of, I think usually it costs something like $50. A little goes a long way with this essence, so if you do purchase it, you will have it for a long time. So it's a bit of an investment, but it's a very good product. Opting for highly hydrating essences and serums for spring, in addition to your moisturizer, is a good idea in any case. So this might be the time to invest in a nice serum. Apart from the Huxley essence, I can also really recommend the Ärztin E-Cera Barriere Ampule. I know, weird name, it's just their whole speed that they're pretending to be to have a connection with Germany so they always give it weird German names but the product is fantastic it's super hydrating it does contain a little bit of alcohol but I never had any problems with the alcohol content it was still ultra hydrating and it's very very lightweight very unobtrusive I don't know how else to call it just sinks nicely into the skin without any problems whatsoever. Almost feels like water, but ultra hydrating water. It is called an ampule, but to me it's more of a serum than an ampule because it does have this runny texture. And then I also really enjoy the Cynic All-in-One Honey Ampule. These ampules are ultra hydrating, but I still feel that it's a very lightweight texture. It is a little bit sticky, so I do think it works better at nighttime. But if you do use it as an overnight treatment, you will notice that the next day your skin just glows. In general, if dull skin is your main concern, I would say go for an ampule with propolis, which by the way, I still keep mispronouncing. This is, I think, my third try. Oh God, I don't know what that's about. Make sure to listen to my episode on K-Beauty ingredients to learn more about what propolis, propolis can do for 
your skin and also to get triggered by me constantly mispronouncing that name. Two fantastic propolis ampules are the Leaky Harm Vita Propolis Ampule and the Tosawung Propolis Sparkle Ampule. They're both equally good in my book. The Leaky Harm one seems a little bit more nourishing, I would say. Now, if you, like me, suffer from hay fever related redness, the Leaky Harm Tea Tree skincare products can do wonderful things for you. I can especially recommend the Tea Tree Essence from Leaky Harm. It works super well for combo and oily skin types, but even drier skins can benefit from this if you tend to get breakouts or have issues with redness and inflammation of the skin. It's a very gentle essence, so I don't really see a problem with it being used by more sensitive skin types. I tolerated it very well. Now, dehydrated, tired winter skin can also benefit from the seven skin method. Applied, I would say two to three times a week if you can muster up the time. If you don't know what the seven skin method is, here's just a short explanation. Basically, you apply seven layers of a gentle, alcohol-free, hydrating Korean toner, which is also known as a skin to your face. I wrote a whole blog post in German about this method while ago and other German bloggers keep copying it. No comment on that. The idea behind this method is that by applying this many layers of what is a very lightweight, fast absorbing type of hydration, the skin becomes exceptionally well nourished without being overwhelmed by heavy ingredients. The seven skin method does not work for everyone since some people have trouble with high dosages of hyaluronic acid and for them it can actually lead to breakouts and uh, sometimes even dehydration weirdly enough. Some people also do better with less layers than the seven layers. A lot of people only do three or five layers. Usually when you start this method, you can really feel when your skin is almost, I guess, shutting down. It doesn't still absorb the moisture from the toner and that's the moment when you best just let it settle. Some great Korean toners to use for the seven skin method are, for instance, the Claire's Supple Preparation Facial Toner. I still consider this to be one of the best toners I've ever tried from any Korean brand and I have tried quite a few by now. Then there are of course the cult favorites, the Huamisa toners. I think especially the richer version is very good for the seven skin method. And then there is the Pyungkon Yul Essence Toner. I haven't tried this one myself yet, but I do know that many other key beauty addicts love using this toner in their layering routine. Another toner I myself haven't tried out yet, but I know everyone is buzzing about this, is the Earth's Recipe Energy Boosting Toner. Its formulation sounds perfect to use it as a layering toner for the seven skin method. Another great way to give some extra moisture and pampering goodness to your skin is to set yourself a sheet mask challenge for spring, such as doing a sheet mask every day for a week, or if you want to go really crazy, maybe even for a full month, or at the very least, taking the time out of the week to sheet mask, say, two or three times. Just commit yourself to a challenge and see what it can do for your skin. Some wonderful hydrating spring-friendly sheet masks are, for instance, the wonderful Gadsden Whitening Coating Masks. They are super hydrating and brightening and they have a very gentle formulation. I just used up my last one from my 10-pack I got sent from Gadsden. I am so close to just repurchasing these because I so enjoyed them. I also love the Troy Araki GPS Masks. They offer both cleansing, skin clearing, as well as hydrating effects in a three-step mask. They are expensive though, sadly. And I only tried one many a month ago. Uh, I still dream of being able to afford more of them again.
again. They the material is so thin and the skin really absorbs the essence so well. And then afterwards it just feels so soft. It has this baby softness and this glow. Oh, they're so nice. I wish they were a little bit less pricey. Just a little bit. And then of course the Papa recipe masks, all of the honey ones really, are ultra nourishing without feeling too heavy and they also help get your skin glowing so they are another key beauty community fave for a very good reason highly recommend it now spring is also the perfect time to restock or switch out your favorite summer sunscreen especially those for your body sure sure we should be using sunscreen all day every day even on the darkest days of winter however not all of us do that let's be honest usually we only get panicky about sunscreens once hits. We shouldn't, but I'm just gonna be realistic here. The thing is that skimping on a good sunscreen or not wearing any at all will just get especially problematic once springtime sun hours increase and we steadily move towards summer. So early spring is the ideal time to stock up on your favorite high SPF sunscreen and to double check if the ones you may still have stashed away somewhere from last summer are still good to go. Especially when it comes to sunscreen products for your body, the average person tends to use the same bottle from last summer and maybe from the summer before that. You can use sunscreen for up to three years usually without losing effectiveness but I personally tend to buy a new bottle for each new sunny season since I also quickly develop intolerances if a product is too old and may become rancid or get a really weird texture. I've already named a few great Asian sunscreens in my podcast episode on building your K-beauty skincare routine so do give that a listen for some recommendations. My personal favorite is still the Kichu Ultra Moisturizing Sun Cream with SPF 50. It's just the best. Nothing has yet compared to it in my mind. There is one other great sunscreen I forgot to mention in that episode on the skincare routine. It is another one that feels more like a normal moisturizer than a sunscreen. And that is the Wish Formula Fermented Oil-Free Dr. Mild Sunblock with SPF 50+. What is it with those long K-Beauty names? for products. It is not quite as nourishing as the Kicha one, I would say, but because of that, it also seems to sink into the skin even nicer. I tried it a long while ago. If it wasn't as pricey as it is, I would probably repurchase this. But the Kicha one is even pricier, so both aren't necessarily budget-friendly, unfortunately. For my body, I prefer French pharmacy sunscreens since I have some allergies that make me extra careful there. La Roche-Posay and Aven in my mind make the best body sunscreen products. I have tried a couple since I have so many allergies. I have gone through a lot of brands. Those two just work the best for me, especially their mineral sunscreens. They're a little bit annoying to apply, but if I go for a hike or if I'm exposed to the sun for longer periods, these are my go-to sunscreens so that I don't get any reactions. Now, as I've said, another great thing to do when spring hits is to spring clean your skincare wardrobe. Spring cleaning in general, I think is a great thing. And I say that as someone who is not the cleanest and definitely not the tidiest person on the planet. The best thing about spring cleaning in my mind is that it gives you a chance to declutter. Let's be real here. We K-beauty and Asian beauty lovers tend to haul and stash like there's no tomorrow. Mostly because when ordering from overseas, it pays to pay in bulk to buy bulk items. Because this way you can just maximize damage caused by high 
high shipping fees. And there's nothing wrong with a big haul or having a massive skincare collection. But the thing is, after a while, I think it can get a little bit overwhelming and it can get out of hand. Now, I myself don't really have the financial means to build a massive stash, but I know many skincare addicts who do start having trouble staying in control of their skincare wardrobe. They have so much stuff that they sometimes even buy the same items again because they've forgotten that they already have them. Especially Korean beauty, which tends to have so many great affordable products that tempt us to stock up, like, oh, guys, sheet masks. They're so cheap and it's so tempting to just buy 20 different ones because it makes us feel, it makes us feel good. And we can always justify it by saying, oh, it was only a couple of dollars, which is the truth. But it can lead to a crazy large stash of of sheet masks that becomes difficult to manage without elaborate spreadsheets. And the thing is, skincare products aren't fresh forever, so it makes sense to double check annually if what is still in our cupboards and on our shelves and in our storage containers is still good to use. So why not use the season change to do a spring clean and tackle that stash? First, takes stock of what you have in storage. I personally do that with my makeup stash quite often since I have a certain um, weakness for hoarding cheap drugstore makeup that I then end up hardly using because it's hidden in the back of my drawers. So I, I just have to discipline myself and double check what I already have so that I don't buy the 15th lip tint from a drugstore brand for two years. So double check if your hoarded skincare items and your makeup items are still good. I'll link some helpful references in my episode notes, which you can as always find on my blog regarding skincare use by dates and how manufacturing dates and all that works. Because Korean skincare manufacturers usually put a manufacturing and an expiration date on their products. So in this case, it should be easy to determine how long that sheet mask has been sitting there. But we do have to understand what those two actually mean and what they say about the freshness of a product. So I'll make sure to link at least one article explaining that. Why not use the daily sheet mask challenge I recommended earlier to also work on minimizing any overboarding sheet mask stashes, starting with the ones that have been in your collection for the longest. It can also help to go for a no buy challenge for a month and to focus entirely on what you already have have at home. Just shop your stash, meaning look through your skincare and makeup collection and see if you cannot unearth any hidden gems you may have overlooked for a long while. It can often feel as if you have bought something new that way. I have experienced that a couple of times when it comes to makeup items I pretty much forgot about. Just as with a wardrobe clean out, you should be just as ruthless when it comes to decluttering your skincare stash. So I would say set the same rules as for a wardrobe cleanup. If you haven't used it or been excited about it for the past 12 months, then you probably shouldn't need to keep it. If you can, and if the item is still in clean, fresh condition, then see if you can donate it to a woman's shelter or give anything you don't need anymore to friends and family. There is also a skincare exchange forum on the Asian Beauty Reddit subforum. I'm not sure if I can find the link. I'll see if I can find it. Where people often exchange items that they don't need anymore or they overpurchased it or they 
the impulse boarded. It's a really great community to make sure to uh, work on uh, decluttering your stash. Just trust me, it feels great to let go of a few items that have just been cluttering your space. Whenever I do this with my makeup, I afterwards always feel so much lighter. So these are my ideas for your spring skincare clean K-beauty style. I hope this can help you transition from cold winter to warmer spring and gives you some good ideas for both decluttering but also maybe buying new stuff. And now to something completely different. Here are the weekly graves, waves and misbehaves. Jingle is short and sweet this time. <laughs> and yes, we are at our beloved recurring segment again, which is the weekly faves, graves and misbehaves. So one product I have been coveting this week, one product that I really enjoyed this week and one product that didn't quite make it, that didn't quite succeed in winning me over. Now this week's weekly crave is the Claire's Supple Preparation Unscented. Toner. I don't know if you have heard the news yet, but the great people at Wishtrend have listened to customer feedback regarding the essential oil content in their fan fave, the Claire Supple Preparation Facial Toner. So they are bringing out an unscented essential oil free version. I have a pretty relaxed attitude when it comes to essential oils in my skincare, to be honest. And I do find the current hysteria against them just a too much but I do think it is super great that people who are truly sensitive against natural or artificial perfumes because no doubt they can trigger a lot of allergies if you are predisposed they will have a great alternative now hopefully now I may be able to review this toner in the near future since I have a working relationship with Wishtrend and if German customs won't yet again keep the sample of this toner for being you know a possible dangerous drug or whatever those custom agents always think when they get Korean skincare and open the package and I yeah I have had a few problems with customs lately but fingers crossed if the PR sample arrives here safe and sound I'll make sure to of course write a full review on this product. Wishtrend already sent me the ingredients list and guys it sounds so good. It has hyaluronic acid, aloe vera juice and beta glucan in it for hydration and then centella asiatic extract for anti-inflammation and skin soothing goodness and of course the same high content of licorice root extract as the original Claire's toner. Licorice root extract has wonderful skin brightening and texture improving properties. It has worked wonders on my skin when it comes to curbing breakouts. One of my favorite key beauty ingredients. The toner will be on sale on the Wishtrend website on March 15th so watch the space. Knowing Wishtrend they will probably have some great deals to come with a release. And if I do get a sample of this, I'll make sure to do an, a small unboxing on my Instagram stories. So follow me on Instagram if you want to see that. Now, when it comes to the weekly fave for this week, I chose the Neogen Knit Masks. So excitingly enough, Germany's biggest perfume store called Douglas, it is kind of like the German Sephora, just not quite as good as Sephora, but it's all we have. Well, we have a few Sephoras now, but they're still small and not every Douglas is pretty much everywhere and they now have some key beauty brands in store. This is quite a new thing for Germany. I spotted some Misha products, quite a bit of Dr. Jart, Mijon, although the prices for Mijon are ridiculous 
ridiculously high and even Neogen and pretty much all the Neogen products. Now, interestingly enough, the Neogen products are actually sold at a pretty fair price point. There may be only I would say one or two euros more than getting them from overseas. So this is really convenient for us here in Germany. I still had a small gift certificate from Douglas for my birthday. And so I decided to grab two of the Neogen masks, those knitted masks that I'd been eyeing up for a while because I want to do a review post in German in light of Douglas's new key beauty venture. Now, even though the fit of those knitted masks is a bit um, tricky, since the material is so thick and the nose part is made for way smaller noses than my German potato of a nose, I still really like these masks. I was a bit disappointed that they aren't really knitted as such. I took this a little bit too literal, I think. In my mind, they really looked like a knitted sweater. The material is just thicker and it feels very soft. So I guess it is a little bit like a knitted cashmere sweater if we want to be forgiving to the Neogen marketing department. It's a very comfortable material, however, that adheres super well to the skin. Now, why I truly love these masks is because they just hold so much essence. It's crazy. I left them on for over an hour and they're still soaking wet. It's absolutely phenomenal. I think you could easily leave these on for two hours straight and your skin would still be soaked in essence. Usually sheet masks dry out much faster. The White Truffle Hydra Max Knit Mask is great for hydration and worn out winter skin. Its essence is almost oily in texture and it's very, very rich. It gives the most amazing glow and it gives a dewy sheen to the skin, which I adore. Even though the essence is on the oilier side, it did not feel too overpowering even for my oily combo skin. I tolerated it very well and it didn't break out at all from the mask. The Pink Cactus Lift Max Knit Mask has a lighter essence that is great for more oily skin types. It offers the same dewy effect after use and I adored how fresh-faced and awake I looked after use. I did like both of them almost equally. Maybe the Pink Cactus one a tiny bit more because it is a little bit more suitable for my skin type. But as I said, both didn't break me out. Both are super moisturizing. Both do really well with my skin type. I, I love them. These masks are a little bit on the pricier side. They do cost five euros at Douglas, but I feel they're totally worth investing in. They even have a little flap for the neck. How great is that? Now just be aware that you do look like a crazy, psychotic, psychopathic mask murderer when you wear them. So maybe don't open the door for uh, any strangers, such as delivery guys. And I totally didn't do that myself at all. <clears throat> I just love that I can now grab these from a local store and they also make for a great gift because the whole knit bit is, I think it's a fun and unusual thing. And especially if someone doesn't know K-Beauty that well yet, they will probably get a kick out of these masks. So an absolute winner for me and yay to Douglas, Germany, for now stocking these. Now... Let's get to the sad bit, the weekly misbehave. Now this week's misbehave is not technically misbehaving. It's just another one of those products that didn't really wow me the way I had anticipated. So I guess it is more of a weekly meh. And I've had quite a few of these lately in the world of K-beauty. It's, it's strange. I don't really get any flops as such, but I do get hyped up products that when I try them, just leave me quite indifferent. So. The weekly misbehave is the Pinkan Yul Mist 
Tona. Now, you all should know by now that I adore the Pyunkan Yul Moisture Cream that I received as a PR sample from the German Key Beauty store, Love My Cosmetic. I still use this cream almost every night and it is so soothing and gentle that I can even use it as an under-eye moisturizer, which is a total rarity with my sensitive eyes. So Pyunkan Yul is a wonderful brand and I do look forward to trying some of their other products, especially that Essence Toner that I mentioned earlier. Actually, that should probably become a weekly crave at some point because I am lusting after that one so much. The Mist Toner, however, ugh. I was trying to like this because it sounds so great on paper and so many bloggers swear by this mist. But... Ugh. I just don't feel that it really hydrates the skin that greatly, to be absolutely frank. The mist just kind of sits on my skin like a normal water spray and then after it evaporates. I don't feel any plumping, nourishing or hydrating effect. It's refreshing, but it's refreshing like one of those water sprays, you know, like one of those thermal water sprays you get from the French pharmacy. I do love those thermal water sprays. I am a super fan of the Aven thermal spring water spray spray and the Uriage one but those usually cost under 10 euros here in Germany and the toner is something like 20 euros I think. The toner contains Coptis Japonica root extract which is a bit of a miracle extract that has many great benefits for the skin but I did not see any of these benefits on my skin so personally after using it for almost a month and really trying to use it every day because I, I just couldn't believe it wasn't doing anything for me I personally personally wouldn't really repurchase this and I notice myself reaching for this mist only if I consciously remind myself that I need to use this again to give a good review but I don't ever feel like I'm looking forward to using this. The spray nozzle is also not as fine as I would like it to be so it also doesn't work that well if you're wearing makeup it's just not not as great as I wanted it to be. So another sad misbehave that I wish would have worked better for me. Sad face. So this is all for today on the K-Beauty Podcast. I went fast, didn't it? Thank you so much for being with me again today and for showing an interest in my work. Yay! If you would like to follow what I do outside of this podcast, you can find my beauty blog, including the episode notes for this podcast episode at sugarpeachesloves.net, as well as a growing number of English key beauty reviews. I'm also on Twitter at sugarpeachliebe and the podcast Twitter account is at K-Beauty Podcast. And so far, I don't really have that many followers. You can also find me on Instagram and my handle there is at sugarpeachesloves. And I usually post shorter K-Beauty and Asian beauty reviews and unboxings there. And I also always try to have some nice Instagram stories that show you how beautiful my home city of Freiburg is. This podcast can be found on iTunes, which is still the easiest way to subscribe and to follow to never miss an episode. You can also listen to to this and any other The Key Beauty podcast episodes on my blog or on SoundCloud, where a small like or even a comment is always a welcome sight. It shows me that some people do care a little bit about what I do. Reviewing and rating this podcast on iTunes only takes a few moments and it always makes my day to see a friendly review. So please be so kind and support me and my work that way. Thank you. If you have any questions, queries, topic suggestions, or if you're interested in working with me, you can can email me at sugarpeachesloves at g
gmail.com. We will see each other again next week with a new episode of the Key Beauty Podcast. Please never hesitate to send me topic suggestions or questions. I hope that spring has already reached you and that your week will be filled with sunshine. Just don't forget to slather on that SPF 50 plus sunscreen so that your skin will still look flawless when we meet again next week. Until then, happy masking, layering and pat pat patting. Bye guys and thank you. Bye. Thank you.